0: G'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Wednesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB. Uh, and this morning, this uh, military inquiry um, hasn't really gone anywhere. And everybody's lost interest in going home, apparently. Uh, Morsi, was he murdered? Uh, banks? Uh, Tough time for banks at the moment. A lot of people looking sideways at banks. And uh, there are now 33 different genders you can identify as in Victoria. But before any of that, uh, the revelations that perhaps
1: foreign drivers don't know what they're doing. What a ridiculous thing that came out of the University of Otago. And it worries me deeply that there are so many people doing so many weird things in universities these days. This was the study that claimed, and this was the headline, the overwhelming majority of foreign drivers failed the New Zealand driving theory test in a study in Queenstown. Just seven of 226 foreign drivers took the test and passed it, 7 out of 226 and it's very easy to beat up on foreign drivers and tourist drivers and it's it's not necessarily fair because there are way more tourists in this country but the number of road accidents and deaths they cause has not gone up so they're actually better and flip it, ask yourself the question if you arrived in Chicago, Cairo, Frankfurt or Tokyo tomorrow and they threw a test at you would you pass? Answer no would you still expect to drive? Yes so what was the point of the suit?
0: I live in fear of having to reset my reset my driver's license, um, because I am sh- convinced my driving has got exponentially worse over the years, and then I'll just be, I won't be able to go anywhere anymore, uh, which would be, I mean, beneficial for most people, but not for me. Hey, uh, the, so the the military inquiry based on Hager's book. Oh dear.
1: The villagers who had everything to gain seemingly from this lavish inquiry into what happened that fateful day all those years ago in that village in Afghanistan, have decided none of this is for them, and they're off. Now, if you've missed all of this, this came out of the Nikki Hager book, Hit and Run, a book in which he claimed that the New Zealand forces, as part of the Afghan fight, entered a village, shot and killed six locals and injured 15 more. The army denies it. They said nine insurgents were killed that day. Years later... Years after um, publishing the book, government forever seemingly in love with the concept of an inquiry or working group coughed up seven million to have an investigation. Where that investigation goes now, I would have thought would be obvious, but I only say that because these days common sense is in short supply and the obvious is a quality rarely followed or found. Given the main so-called witnesses to the so-called crime have packed up and gone home. What's the point in carrying on? But then that sort that was sort of the question in the first place, really, wasn't it? What was the point of ever starting? We all know Hager and what he's about. To get an inquiry like this must have been a dream come true for him. The problem I always had was several fold. Firstly, this is a war zone. In wars people die. In wars, innocent people die. Doesn't make it right, but it is most certainly real. Partly the reason they die is because the bad guys hide behind the civilians. Bad guys pretend to be civilians. Bad guys lie a lot. Bad guys lie to you and shoot you, and especially the lot they've been dealing with in Afghanistan. And against this backdrop... In a harsh and hostile land, our troops, all troops, must navigate these figurative minefields. It's fairly easy, years after the event, to drum up a book with a lot of allegations, and here's the real difficulty. Given the size of the war we're dealing with, you return to one place in time, one village, one day, a series of accusations. Language is an issue, evidence is most certainly an issue, motive is guaranteed to be an issue, and you look to dissect whatever scrap of detail you can glean, Years have passed in a foreign land. How much rock-solid evidence is there? Was there any ever solid evidence? And then having sifted through that, you do what? Come to any sort of proper conclusion? Come to anything more specific than a wild guess? Come to a stalemate based on two sides saying the exact opposite of each other? And having started to wade through that evidential quagmire, now half the field packs up and goes home. The lawyers say the villagers don't trust us. They're tired. Whatever. What this proves, what this cements, was this was a massive waste of resource from day one, highly likely to lead nowhere. So I'd take the Afghani's cue, wrap this up, put it down to yet more virtue-signalling exuberance, hopefully to learn a lesson and not be suckered into something so wasteful again. I certainly um,
0: am of the opinion, I may have mentioned this in the past, that we should just not do war. If we could get people behind that. Philosophy. I'll be about that. Um, Now, uh, Morsi, uh, ex-president of Egypt, uh, he, he died. And now people are saying maybe he was
1: knocked off. I'm thinking about Morsi. And so he's 67. Something went wrong there. It's highly unusual for a 67 year old. And he was grossly obese. But apart from that, it's highly unusual for a guy to collapse at the age of 67 in court and then not get up again. So there's something going on there, be that as it may. But I was thinking this. Remember the Morsi story. He was, of course, part of the Muslim Brotherhood. The Muslim Brotherhood, they had a vote in Egypt, and they're not used to having votes. So they had a vote in Egypt, and they elected him. And the problem is they elected a terrorist, basically. And that organization, the Muslim Brotherhood, has now been banned. So you're thinking of this. Democracy is a wonderful thing. And democracy came to Egypt. And the first thing they did with it was elected a terrorist. And so the army's looking on, and Al-Sisi, who as far as I can work out these days is very popular, said, no, this is unacceptable. What we'll do is we'll have a coup and we'll run the place, which he has. And Egypt has settled down nicely. So what? what's better, democracy as delivered by terrorists or a coup with people who settle a country down and become, broadly speaking, acceptable? And then
0: perhaps withhold a bloke's... Heart medication from yeah. him when he's in court Well that's
1: part of what a coup is isn't it Sort of quelling the, the difficulties You may face from people yeah, who don't like you It's a complicated business isn't it's it It's a difficult business
0: isn't yeah, it yeah, The more I think about it the idea of uh, not being able to go anywhere Because I don't have my licence is starting to Sound a little bit more appealing to me It's a harsh world out there I certainly don't understand What's going on uh,
1: in the world of banking For example Boy are we down on the banks at the moment Or what hard to keep up at the moment Grant Robertson he's weighed in He's disappointed with ANZ, but he's disappointed over the Reserve Bank slapping them on the wrist over the equity calculations, not the Hisco fiasco. Kerry McDonald, former BNZ chair, wants an inquiry. Sam Stubbs, KiwiSaver provider, wants an inquiry. The unions tell us staff allegedly are reeling. Uh, the government wants uh, mediators for farmers over debt. The Reserve Bank doesn't think chairpeople can be chairpeople on both sides of the Tasman. The Reserve Bank wants greater equity just in case calamity comes to the door. Most of us think the fees are too high. Most of us look aghast on at the prof Have I missed anything? And here's why this is the way it is. Banks are big, and we by and large don't like the big end of town, and people who run banks earn heaps. And we don't like that either. Same way we don't like the other big oil companies, telcos, airlines. But are the banks like Australian banks, even though most of them are Australian banks? No, they are not. Hence the Prime Minister's right. They had a bit of a look and there was nothing to see. Even Adrian Orr said there was nothing to see. And that's a bloke who's taken the art of poking his nose into stuff to a new level. And let us never forget this. Banks make the world go round. You might not like it, but it's true. They facilitate money and money is what's required to work and hire and plan and expand and sell and prosper. What makes the reportage of the dairy debt, yet another example of how we're either driven by a dislike of these banks or we don't understand money, much alarm this week, much alarm raised at the increase in dairy debt, $60 billion plus. And that figure is because debt has risen by 270% over 20 years, emphasis on the 270. Now 270% is a lot of percent. But 20 years is a lot of years. Wouldn't it be easier to say 13% a year? And is 13% a lot? Well, what's the farm's value? What's the return on what's sold off the farm? You see, debt in and of itself is not the enemy. Not if debt drives growth and expansion, and certainly not if the return is higher than the level of debt increase. This is applicable to everyone who's ever borrowed money to buy anything related to business. The harder we crack down, or panic, or worry, or regulate, or warn, or finger wag, or basically gang up, the harder it it will be to get money. Do we want the outcome, in an economy already slowing, to be that getting money is no longer that easy? Basically, we are asking for life to be made harder. Why would we do that?
0: And now um, Amazon, uh, no, uh, not Amazon, Facebook uh, is setting up its own digital currency, own digital wallet. It's basically eliminating the need for banks at all. Changing world, changing times. It's like we don't even know who
1: we really are anymore. Uh, Victoria, also, a uh, list of 33 things you can be gender-wise when you uh, just pick anyone. Obviously, we've gone to the list, man and woman at the top. Uh, and you can be the, all the obvious ones you would think they'd put on the list. Transgender man, transgender woman, trans person, trans man, trans woman. What they've done, and having gone through the list, and I won't bore you with, this, with the whole list, uh, is, is they seem to be using different words for the same thing several times over which I don't know what the point of that is. Cisgender is a person who identifies with the gender of which they were born, i.e. you're a man or a woman, but that was number one or two. So I don't know what the difference between being a man or a woman and being cisgender is. Gender non-conforming, a person who does not identify with either the male or female genders. Non-gender, a person who does not identify with any gender. That's the same thing as gender non-conforming, isn't it? Non-binary, gender-fluid. Demi-gender.
0: That's, that's cool.
1: Is it? I
0: think I'm going to go for that It one.
1: means half. It's an umbrella term for non-binary gender identities that have a partial connection to a certain gender. Mm, complicated explanation, but... Demi-gender, demi-girl. Well, if you're going to be, if you go, go cool. demi-gender, if you're going to demi-gender, why don't you go demi-boy? It's a person can also be called a demi-man or demi-male who identifies partially with being a man or masculine characteristics. They may have been assigned male at birth, but... They could also have been born as a female.
0: Can I be a cis demi? Not,
1: not realistic. It could have been born as a female. I think in your mind, not realistically, or maybe that's in your mind and real. I don't intergender, intersex, pangender, bigender, or bigender. Sorry, <laughs> got to be careful with the words. Third gender, trigender, and this is not like. This is some idiot's theory This is now law In Victoria And if you live in Victoria You can go do that today And doesn't that scare the bejesus out of you? I
0: I would like to make it clear That I don't think I mean I know I wasn't um, And I I don't think Mike was either Making fun of anybody who identifies As anything at all Um, It just seems like Once you get to 33 different options Why have any options at all just don't ask like who cares what difference does it make i'm bemused befuddled and confused at the end of the podcast today perhaps even more so than usual i am glenn zb demi Mail. i'll see you back here again uh, with more of the rewrap tomorrow